everyone agrees, bacon makes everything better. Even marketing. This is the Bacon Podcast, where you'll learn to cure your marketing. And make your business. I can't believe I said that. Internet marketing. Online marketing. Social media tips and techniques. Now, to help you bring more bacon home, the master of marketing sizzle, Brian Basilico. This is the Bacon Podcast. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. I have an incredible guest today. If you've never heard of him, you have to follow this man. His name is Perry Marshall. He's with Perry Marshall and Associates, and he's based here in Illinois, too, which is kind of cool. And the man is, he's truly not a myth. But he is a legend. Perry, how are you doing today, man? It's great to be here. Glad we got introduced to each other and we're going to have fun today. So let the rock and roll begin. Let the rock and roll begin. I love that. And it will. Um, Yeah, we are totally going to have a blast. So uh, I was reading a bunch of your blogs. Actually, you know, I go to your website. Of course, you retargeted me on Facebook and I, I clicked on your blog and in, in one of them, you were talking about something about the windshield is already shattered, the glass is splintering, and then you go down this road of Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, <laughs> um, these are crazy times. Maybe, you know, not that crazy, but, you know, I think everybody is just kind of like trying to get their sea legs. You know, we're almost a month into this in Illinois, and, you know, people are trying to figure out what's happening with business? What should they be doing? What are you seeing or what are you hearing from people that you communicate with in your masterminds and in groups and conversations that's, you know, keeping them up at night at this point? Well, everybody's sitting up and paying really close attention. Uh, So I started having office hours calls for my roundtable members and I get three-fourths of them show up on a Friday afternoon. Well, two months ago, if I had something like that on a Friday afternoon, I would I would get a third of them. Um, well, so, you know, everybody is really needing support and everybody's needing community and probably they're feeling more alone um, than normal. Be, you know, for me, obvious and not obvious reasons, well, so there's a lot of pivoting that's going on. Uh, I think a, an exemplary case of that would be um, somebody just down the road here who um, she's not even really a Planet Perry member. She's just a local coffee and fitness place called Lunges and Lattes, and her name is Angela. And and uh, and so when when things started getting scary and the state of Illinois had not yet dictated that all the restaurants and coffee shops, uh, shut down. Um, she, she was, she was already pivoting, um, and rent renting out her exercise equipment and switching to online classes and stuff. But then, you know, then the edict came and it's like, well, she's got to stay alive. So what is she going to do? Well, she she hit on something that's really working is she'll deliver a gallon of really good cold brew coffee for 20 bucks. Hmm. And um, as far as I can tell, I mean, I don't know her financials or anything, but as far as I can tell, her, her business is doing fine. 
um, having switched to coffee delivery, but, but she hit on she hit on a product that scratched the itch. It's like it's the right price, it's the right amount of stuff. You can deliver it, um, and and you know this is the sort of thing that people are doing, and and I'm seeing that the alchemists are in a funny sort of way almost thriving. And, and when I say alchemist, I mean that in a very specific way. I have this thing called the marketing DNA test where we, we measure eight different things about how people sell. Are you an alchemist? Are you a systematic kind of person? Are you empathetic? Are you analytical? Are you a writer? Are you a pictures person? Are you alive? Or do you like to script things? And an an alchemist is somebody who turns lead into gold, somebody who thrives on coming up with the new thing. And so uh, I've got a lot of people who are, A, they're alchemists, and B, they're also in some way, shape, or form, they're consultants or freelancers or whatever. It's like, well, dude, there's bleeding necks all over the place. There's people swimming naked and the tide went out hmm. all over the place. So go grab the biggest stack of towels that you can carry and start handing them out to the naked people and, um, and help them solve their problems. And so, um, and so I'm seeing, well, that's, that's what I'm seeing. And look, you know, like not not everybody is is as agile and flexible or in as rosy of a situation. So, like uh, one of my major clients is in the trade show business. Well, um, there's not going to be any trade shows for a while, right? And a trade show takes a long time to organize, right? So, you know, you can't just switch it back on and go, oh, oh, we're we're we'll just we'll just have it in September. Well, that's probably not going to happen right so well so the conversation we had with them well they sell technology for collecting trade show leads and the conversation we had was okay so one asset that you have is you know a lot about sales processes and your customers are sales and marketing managers and they have problems they have a lot more problems this month than they had last month so apply your expertise. What can you do? Um, you should be calling them up and I can't give you a business model of how you're going to make money calling these guys up. But you, you know more than 95% of them about how the sales processes should work. And one thing I know is 80% of them, their sales machines are broken mm -hmm. and they were doing okay up until the middle of March. And then now all of a sudden they are not doing okay anymore and they still have to meet their numbers. And they, okay, so you walk them through the minefield. I am sure that uh, if you do something useful for them, they'll find a way to get more of you. And like, how are you going to get paid? You'll figure that out. You'll cross that bridge when you come to it. Um, and also that's, that's what they're doing. I, I wouldn't put it past the guy. Like we were, we were on a conference call yesterday and one of the other guys in the group, his, his business is doing fine. And, and we realized that there's a whole nother part of that guy's business that, um, 
that he doesn't have the time or inclination to go build, but could be built. And we kind of jokingly talked about like, well, maybe you should go the CEO, be the CEO of this new division of Finn's business. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he actually does it. Uh, and I, I think you're going to see a lot of that. I, I think that there are, there are some businesses where nothing's going to happen until we're back to non-quarantine world. And then even then it might take a, a while to come back. And meanwhile, there are other people where, Hey man, like help me bail this thing out or help me fulfill these orders or, or whatever. Now the, the deeper thing that's going on right now that I don't think people realize is that, uh, what you mentioned about the windshield is already broken. Like a lot of people think, Oh, there's like a couple of big cracks in the windshield. No, like the whole thing is broken. Um, I, I think that we haven't seen the ricochets and the reverberations yet. And it's going to be kind of a slow-mo propagation of a tsunami wave. Um, and like, look, anytime the government is doing a half of trillion or two trillion dollars of uh, then that that means there's a lot of stuff broken not a little right okay this is this is a i i think this thing i don't like to say this but i think this is a hundred times bigger than 9-11 i don't disagree i don't disagree at all uh because 9-11 even though we had to take off our shoes at the airport yeah it was a one-time event and it affected primarily the East Coast. I mean, this is a countrywide thing. It's an industry-wide thing. It's, you know, unless you're in the medical, transportation, food business, there's a few others, obviously, uh, that are doing good. You know, it's, it's going to affect you one way, shape, or form. There's a, key, there's a handful of nuggets uh, that I got from reading some of your stuff. And uh, one of my, you said rock and roll. One of my favorite movies of all time is This is Spinal Tap. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, one of my favorite quotes, other than it goes to 11, is it's a fine line between clever and stupid. Yeah. And I tend to live by that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, sometimes I cross the line. But one of the things is that in this environment, people are paralyzed in the fact that they're doing one of two things, either they're not marketing or they're pulling themselves back and they're basically shriveling up. Or as you said, like an alchemist, they're out there trying to figure out new ways of doing things. But then you got this kind of side project where every hustler in the world is jumping on Facebook and LinkedIn and doing direct connections and trying to sell you their crap. And you know that to me is one of the side things that it's like, Dude, I am not in the mood to, you know, take phone calls and sales calls at this point. You know, it, it's like, so where's the balancing act? And one of the other things that you said that I thought was really cool was don't feel guilty during this time. People always profit off of other people's problems and pain. Yeah, um, right. People die. You still have to have caskets. You still have to have burials. You still have to have, I mean, it's a, it's a sad and almost gross, grotesque thing, but it's reality. Yeah. So where do we find that balance between, you know, shoving our products down somebody's throat, 
um, being an alchemist and reinventing things and, and not just profiteering. So I don't think there's any worse time to shove a product down somebody's throat because their brain is probably not even a state of being at all receptive anyway. On the other hand, there's no, there's, there's never been an easier time to get somebody to talk to you if you're willing to listen. Like an awful lot of people have time in their hands. And if you're willing to listen to their woes, they'll get on Skype, Zoom, phone call, FaceTime and talk to you about it. And there's never been a time when people had so many intractable problems. So what I always find when I, when I listen to people's problems, especially the like pivot situations or like, well, the whole trade show industry is gone for at least the next six months. So now what I, I find, I usually do not have an immediate answer. So like, well, all right, so let's slow down. Let's get all this on the table and let's start circling the problem and let's start asking questions maybe with several other people involved. And sure enough, little by little, it's like, well, okay, there's this to consider. You can do this. You can do this. People still need to do, still need to fill in the blank. Like, well, there, that's a really good one right there. People still need to what, right? It's like, there's one rule. You have to stay six feet away from everybody. Other than that, everything's normal. Well, I guess there's a lot of things you can't do uh, and be six week, six feet away from other people, like be in a soccer stadium. I guess you can't do that. And like be on an airplane. But there's but what do they still have to do? It's like, well, I still gotta meet payroll and I still gotta sell something, even if it's not what I was selling yesterday. Um, and so if I find if I come into a situation with no preconceived notions and I really actually want to help, I, th I think that's the thing. Like, how are you, how are you doing right now? Um, I don't, I don't know if I have any solutions for you, but I, I would like to hear what you're working on or what you're trying to solve. Maybe I know somebody. And that's a really good point. And you were talking about that guy who does the trade shows. You know, if he just calls up and asks people how they're doing and what they're working on, I think they're going to tell you the idea. Yeah, I think they will. <laughs> they're going to give you the solution. And it's up to you to, number one, figure out, you know, is this something that's within your wheelhouse? Is it something you want to do? And even if you don't have the skill set, can you find people out there? I mean, I've gone from running a business with five physical employees to now running a business with 13 virtual employees. Mm. And I can bring them in at any time. You know, so when the work slows down, I could say, hey, I don't have anything for you. But, you know, when it picks up, it's like, okay, you know, Katie barred the door. You get this, you get this, you get this. And it just becomes a coordination factor. So I think one of the things that people are forgetting is they have answers in their head. They just may not be able to take the current employees that they have or the current inventory that they have and utilize it the way they used to. But they may be able to solve a different problem with different assets, right? That's exactly right. And so what I always tell people who are looking for a job or looking for a consulting gig is 
okay, you woke up at seven o'clock this morning and somewhere across town or somewhere across the nation, somebody else woke up and they thought, if only I could find a person who blank. And the blank is exactly what you do. You guys just don't know each other uh, about each other yet. Well, when you've got a giant economic dislocation, that is 10 times as true. So yeah, there's a whole bunch of people that are suddenly unemployed, but there's a whole bunch of people that, who suddenly need a bunch of help. One, one of the rules that, as I understand it, about the federal bailout is that if you maintain your um, payroll numbers, the loan turns into a grant. Okay, that doesn't mean you keep all the same people. You can replace the bad ones with better ones. And there's a bunch of better ones that just got spit out in the unemployment line two weeks ago. And now all of a sudden, it's not hard to find good talent. It's everywhere. And people are desperately scrambling. So it could actually be better. Plus, a lot of my clients have found that the current crisis is the perfect time to address a, a contractual arrangement that really they weren't happy with for a long time or an employee they weren't happy with or whatever. And this was the kick in the butt they needed to finally make the change or get rid of a bad vendor, get rid of a bad contractor or discontinue a product or what have you. So it, it can be the worst thing in history if you want it to be, or it could be a really great thing. Um, and it, it really comes down to you deciding. Yeah, it's... Um one of my favorite sayings and memes is, you know, some people say the glass is half full. Some people say the glass is half empty. Yeah. I'm just damn happy I have a glass. Yeah. <laughs> I can choose to fill it up if I want to, or I can make it a quarter full. You know, it's, it's, I think people are so, you know, looking at metaphors and trying to figure things out that I, I think sometimes they, they can't even see the nose in front of their face. And, you know, that's why I love doing this show is because I get to talk to people like you who provide a different perspective and say, hey, sit back, look at things differently. You know, what you've been doing probably was great and employed a bunch of people. It did a great, you know, you served your clients well, but, you know, now may be the time where you have to kind of look at things from a different perspective because one of the things that I think that you said very early on is I don't think this is going to just like, you know, snap a finger and go away. No. I think no. there is going to be a new normal. Uh, there's going to be a lot more people that are becoming Zoom people. You know, yep. there's a lot more companies that are not going to rent office space and keep all of their sales teams offsite. Yep. A, they don't have to spend as much time with them. B, they could probably teach them to be as productive. And C, you know, they're going to save a ton of money not having to pay for all that office space. So, you know, it, there, there's going to be a reinvention somehow or another. And I think there's so many opportunities just in that. Hey, teaching people how to be, you know, better at LinkedIn, Ted Protomo, you know, um, teaching people good Zoom etiquette, uh, how to use time management tools to make sure that people book their time with you so that you have mm -hmm. 
uh, control over your own calendar rather than people coming up and knocking on your door, you walking out and tapping on somebody's cubicle. I mean, yeah. there's so many opportunities just in that vein. That's exactly right. So kind of sum this thing up. The, the final question I want to ask you is looking into your crystal ball, what do you think is the one thing that people need to do right now? I know it's going to change two weeks from now, two months from now, something like that. But what's the one thing that if you can give somebody advice, shake them on the shoulders and say, hey, you need to do this, do it. I think you need to be securely connected to other people who are actually problem solvers and in regular, regular contact and in regular touch. and. You, you know, one of my, one of my roundtable members, R Roberta Ravella, she, she is a business coach in Houston. And she said, you know, there's a bunch of different meetups here in Houston. She goes, some of them are great. And a lot of them have turned toxic. Everybody goes there and they vomit and they complain and I'm like, okay, well, you can't like, you can't participate in that. Um, I mean, I, I've always said I would not be caught dead, not in a mastermind group. That's like twice as true now. Um, so, you know, I mean, we, we have a really great community. If you're looking for one, you know, go to perrymarshall.com. Renaissance Club is a place where 24-7 you can, you know, you got questions, you get in the Google group and you talk to everybody. And uh, in fact, there's, there's people in the group that are organizing you know, Zoom meetups within the group uh, on a regular basis and all, all that stuff is going on. And so, um, but I, I think you're going to see in the next few months, you're going to see a huge bifurcation in two ways. One is you're going to see a bifurcation of habits like there's going to be people who are, they're totally, all right, I'm online now, I'm virtual, I'm going to live my life that way. And you're going to have people who they are more passionate fans of face-to-face -face than they ever were before the epidemic. Um, so you're going to see that kind of bifurcation. You're also going to say, see a huge separation between the agile people who they maneuvered, they pivot, they problem solve, they, they found a way for the glass to be half full. And then the other people who are crying in their beer. And you want to absolutely be part of the first group. No question. And I agree with you 110% on the mastermind. I talk about it all the time. I belong to a bunch. I've started a bunch. And, mm -hmm. you know, it, the bottom line is if you are the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. There's no question about it. So, and one of the things I've learned is, you know, that's an investment. It's an investment in yourself. It's an investment in your business. And the bottom line, if it's not making you more money and getting you more business, then you need to go find another mastermind. Right. It's just that simple. Not, it's not everything is perfect for everybody. One of the things I did before we got started is you had a COVID courage test, which I took, and I scored an 87. Yeah. And uh, you've got a ton of resources on your website. So why don't you tell people about that, what you think they should go check out and how to get there? Go to perrymarshall.com slash impact. I have a COVID impact factor test. 
and it gives you a score from zero to 150 of 100 is even Steven. 100 is life goes on as it did before. Um, and, you know, below 100 is you, you're going to be paddling really hard. And above 100 is, you know, uh, fish are jumping in the boat because you're in the right place at the right time selling, I don't know, masks or, or something, right? Mm-hmm. So um, you should go take that quiz. And what kind of score you got? I mean, like there's three completely different scenarios. One is you're going to be boomtown for a while. There's a few, there's some people like that. One is um, you're really not going to be doing anything for the next three months. You better go find something else to do. Maybe you should even shut down your business and walk away from it because like you can't, you can't save the drowning victim. Okay. And then there's, there's a middle ground where, well, you better be scrambling, man. And you better be reinventing yourself because you know, like, well, you got a score of like an, an 80 or a 70 or something. And, and, uh, like, well, you still have a business, but a bunch of it went away and now you've got to compensate somehow. So, but, but you need to know where you're at. You needed a realistic assessment. The worst thing some people can do right now is try to save the burning building or hold the thing up when it's falling in on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, go to perrymarshall.com slash impact two R's, two L's, um, and, and take the, take the quiz because you need to know where you're at and you can, you don't have to, you don't have to enter your email to get a, a score, but you can enter your email after you get the score and you get further instruction on how to proceed. And I assume that's probably the best way to get a hold of you. People want to contact you. Do you Yeah, that's what you should do. You should go sign up for the COVID impact score and uh, you know, you can, uh, you can talk to our staff, you can reach us through our website. So yeah. Awesome. Hey, Perry, this has been a blast. We've talked about Sodom and Gomorrah. We've talked about naked people and getting them towels. <laughs> we've talked about drowning people, and we've talked about caskets and broken windshields. Um, I, you know, somehow or another, I need to put that in the show notes and just say, <laughs> that's what we talk about. I'm sure that'll get a lot of people going, hmm. So anyways, man, this has been a blast. I really appreciate you, your time, and coming on and dropping some sizzling hot bacon knowledge bombs on my peeps. And man, I look forward to meeting you in person because I know you do a lot of live events, and hopefully I'll get to one in Chicago here soon when they come back. We've got one that we're we're rescheduling for later in the year. So looking forward to it. Definitely, man. All right. Thanks again. It was a pleasure talking with you. Take care. Well, that's it for today's Bacon Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and learned something today. If you did, please go to iTunes and give us a review. We appreciate all your feedback and comments. If you have any questions, go to www.baconpodcast.com forward slash questions, and we'll make sure we get those answered for you. Till next time, keep sizzling.